welcome to Life Talks with Stephen Marshall. Good for evil. The kingdom of God has a strict policy. You never return evil for evil. In fact, Jesus said to bless those who curse you. But Stephen, that's good for evil. That can't be right. You may know what it's like to have someone say ugly, untrue things about you or steal or cheat you. That's evil. The temptation is to try and defend yourself by hitting back in some way, but that's not God's plan for you. It's a trick to get you sowing bad seeds, approving a wicked harvest into your future. Psalm 37 verse 3 says, quote, trust in the Lord and do good, end quote. If you were to do a little bit of reverse engineering here, you'd see that doing good is the outcome of trusting in the Lord. Let me say it another way that may seem like blunt force trauma. People who are not doing good are often the same individuals refusing to trust in the Lord. The lack of good action is proof that they don't trust God. God put a universal law in place called the law of reciprocity. Galatians 6 verse 7 says, quote, Don't be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap, end quote. There's a very good reason scripture warns us, do not be deceived, right before the law of reciprocity is defined as sowing and reaping. There's a strong temptation in the experience of life to reason that we're justified in sowing bad seeds, but then free from reaping the consequences of those bad seeds. Basically, sow evil for good. I've talked to Christians who think they're justified in criticizing or scorning others. They feel that if the other person warrants their criticism, then they have permission to unload their verbal artillery. This rationale is why many people who call themselves Christians are struggling outside God's blessing. It's not good for them, and it's not good for the body of Christ. They misrepresent the love of Jesus, but they also activate the law of reciprocity against themselves instead of in their favor. Listen to the instruction of Romans 12 verse 14 quote bless those who persecute you bless and do not curse end quote now listen to jesus speaking in luke 6 verses 27 through 29 quote but i say to you who hear love your enemies do good to those who hate you bless those who curse you and pray for those who spitefully use you to him who strikes you on one cheek offer the other also end quote when jesus spoke of turning the other cheek the jewish crowd understood he was speaking of someone whacking you with a vile insult or even a slander. He was not talking about physical violence and inviting another punch to the face. Absolutely not. Romans 13 talks specifically about government's responsibility to restrain and punish physical violence. When Jesus was on his way to the cross and in the custody of the temple guards, he asked the guard who struck him in the face why he hit him unlawfully. Trust me, God knows the law and works the law. That's why Jesus died for us according to the law of sin and death, to do us good instead of evil and give us life eternal. Jesus never taught doormat theology. You know, I'm a believer in Jesus, so please go ahead and abuse me. God's word teaches us healthy self-worth and recognition that we are his creation fearfully and wonderfully made. Jesus wouldn't contradict love by somehow promoting self-hatred and sanctioned abuse for you. Instead, the Lord was teaching us the strategic use of the law of reciprocity. We can employ the power of blessing on an enemy by seeking their highest good. Jesus prayed forgiveness on those who were torturing and murdering him. When you bless others, yes, even those who curse you, you supercharge the blessing in your life. It's strategic though. You must put the appropriate good out to counter the specific evil you're dealing with. 
Jesus used forgiveness, mercy, and grace. These are powerful forces of good, but they're not permission to tolerate evil. You can employ mercy and still walk away from a toxic relationship. You can forgive a person who slanders you, which is good for evil, but still wisely eliminate the trust you once afforded that individual. Jesus calls you to work the power of good in place of evil, but he doesn't ask you to surrender to the influence of evil. Never be unwise, but decisively accurate to do good unto others as God will do good for you. Let's pray the word. Heavenly Father, guard and keep us from all evil. Open our eyes to see the trap of deception where we might feel justified to return evil for evil. We are called to do good unto others, even if that good is in overpowering the evil that comes our way. Help us to remember that people who are hurt tend to speak that language and hurt others. Help us to be like you, Lord, and sow mercy, forgiveness, and walk in your amazing grace. We choose to bless and not curse. Help us not tolerate evil, but to also quickly forgive. Thank you for your clear instructions, Father God. You help us walk the path of blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. You might feel like you've been hurt or someone did you wrong. Let us pray with you. You can never get too much of God's word, his love, and encouragement. Stephen and I want you to live life strong. We want to help you. We want to make sure you're covered and encouraged. Join us at the Living Room Church this weekend on our website, stephenandpam.com. God cares about you, and so do we.